You're listening to the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. And discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Jay Raff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 181 of the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, alongside of me, co host Jay Raff. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, gr- Good to be back. Uh, we had a little hiatus there, summer hiatus, you know. Um, but uh, we were back in 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 uh, and and ready to go. Kind of, you know, hit our stride here a little bit. I know we have a couple hiccups yet, but um, hit our stride. Kind of going into uh, football season. I sent you a text of a tweet that was not mine yesterday. I think it was NFL Network that said. It's August first. Hooray for the last month without, or you won't have another month without March. football until March. Yeah, yeah how crazy so. is that? But it's and, the best time of the and year. And for so. a lot of football fans, not necessarily just NFL fans, because obviously that doesn't start till September. But uh, for a lot of fans, uh, you know, some form of football, whether it's uh, you know preseason games or you know uh, school football at different levels or things like that, kick up uh, within a month. So uh, we're we're getting ready to go. Yes, we are, and I'm so excited that it is here. August is, uh, I don't want to say it's the best month, but like once August is here, training camps everywhere. I think the Eagles started today, was it, like officially yep. with practice yep. today. The Dolphins are already on day four. They started really early this year. Uh, it's just, it's the best time of the year, so I'm so excited to uh, to be here and, and get ready that um, in three weeks from, from today, it'll be the eve before I start um the first week of practice with my little uh, middle school kids, so that'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, it's just about a month, uh, a little more than a month away from the first Wilson football game, which is uh, Friday, September 4th. Uh, the, the Bulldogs are traveling to Mifflin in that rivalry game. That'll be a lot of fun. Always look forward to uh, Friday Night Lights in West Lawn. And um, NFL, you know, NFL starts, I think the first game is, I believe it's like Thursday, September 10th or 11th. I think it's the 10th. I think, it's I think the, the first Sunday football is the 13th. I think the 7th is a Monday, correct? I yes, believe. you're right. So 8th, 9th, 10th. Yeah, yep. so Thursday so night game. The Thursday, 10th. September 10th will be the kickoff between the Patriots hosting the Steelers. Um, I think there's some news about oh the Patriots gosh. game. Before we dive into the football um, I just want to just mention um, this is the first show that we're not doing on Blog Talk Radio. A little bit different, changed some things up while Justin was away. Um, went to uh, Mixler, uh, which is a, a nice little program. We've been following some other podcasts that I listen to, um, and it allows us to do some things that we were limited to before with Blog Talk Radio. So we're trying that out. Um, I'm going to keep the chat up there um, from going on. I know it takes some time for people to migrate over there if they prefer listening to the audio live versus the Ustream feed. Uh, so we're using Mixler tonight, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, people want to join in and, and chat. I do that with a lot of the other podcasts I watch live. It's and it's a ton of fun. Um, so hopefully, we can develop some kind of uh, rapport with um, some of the Mixler users instead of uh, the Blog Talk Radio community. Um, nothing really against them. Um, just this was something I wanted to try and give it a go, and hopefully, it works out in the long run. Um, but nothing's really changing in terms of this show. Um, we're looking into some other um, things to possibly add, um, which led to the creation of um, kind of an umbrella to host some of these things under. Um, for, for the time being, it looks like it'll be me and Justin obviously doing this show. We may be doing another show, um, which would probably overlap with this show, kind of replace this show just for a couple weeks. Um, 
during football season. And um, hopefully I'll have some information for on that for you um, maybe next week or um, definitely by the end of August. And um, But anyway, so the Joe Mays and JRAF show is actually now under the umbrella of what I'm going to call, and this actually comes from you, uh, Geminger Radio. So just using our initials in the N, instead of saying J-M-N-J-R, I just went, you were calling it Jiminger.com? Well, that's going to be the uh, the umbrella that all of our shows <laughs> fall under. So now there's an official JimingerRadio.com, which uh, you can actually go there right now. Um, if you're listening on Ustream and just want to check out the audio, if you go to JMNJRRadio.com, there's a, a basic page there which has a schedule of the shows and actually has the Mixler um podcast embedded there that as soon as you open it up on your computer it'll start playing the live show so like i said a lot of interesting things happening um here with us and we look forward to bringing you the same old great stuff on the joe mason jrf show and maybe in the future on another uh, another show as well so we'll see what happens with that yeah so we're kind of uh looking at looking at all this stuff um kind of as we as we move on um so you know hopefully Hopefully those things work out, and, and we'll have more news for that in the coming weeks. Now, the way you contact us hasn't changed at all. There's still multiple ways you can do that, and we'd love to be interactive. And, um, you know, why don't you give the fine folks out there listening how they can uh, join us? Yeah, we'd love to have your take on uh, any of the real teams or the conference. I think we're talking NFC South Correct, tonight. yep. So NFC South, um, if you have any takes or any questions or any other football comments, we'll, we'll take those too. Um you can use the May Sandwich Shop hotline to call, and that number is 530-563-6297. Again, 530-563-6297. You can also use the May Sandwich Shop email inbox at JoeMaysAndJRAF at gmail.com. Again, JoeMaysAndJRAF at gmail.com. We also have the social media, and we got it out there for the show, for the for the radio group now, the, you know, Jimger Radio Productions. Um there's multiple ways that you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook. You know, we're all over the place there. Again, we have the Mixler page. We put up audio on um, SoundCloud as well, and um, we're pushing the podcast to iTunes like we've been. Now you'll hopefully be getting a little bit better, better audio in the podcast um, as Mixler and SoundCloud. Um, the way that they record is a little bit higher quality than what we were getting through Blog Talk Radio. So, um, you know, if you have... Uh, if, if you're listening um, on an iPhone or an iPad or something, you download the podcast on there. We'd really appreciate it. If you like the show on, on iTunes as well, we'd love for you to rate the show because that helps us spread awareness of uh, getting our name out there And because Justin and I love to do this every Sunday night, and um, we hope you enjoy what we have to say. Um, what we're going to say tonight is still football. It's been football for how long now? I, I, I can't even really remember the last year that it wasn't football. Yeah. It pro- might have been Mother's Day when we went over the, the greatest female athletes. It, it may have been. I think we did one after that that wasn't football, but I'm not 100% sure because I think we actually might have done draft recap after that. And then it might have ended did. up being. And then Deflate Gate took a couple weeks. And <laughs> That's then, right, it did. So, yeah, it, it really. Yeah, who knows? But it. The, we, we've mentioned this a number of times. The Phillies have kind of led us to, to need to do that this yeah. year. Now, if they would have played, and I, this, <laughs> yeah, I know if they would have played like they have the last, like since the All Star break, we probably would be talking about them at least a little bit more. Um, yeah. Just real quick, the Phillies thing. Yeah, run I that did down. see an interesting uh, thing the other day that just said, you know, if Sandberg hadn't been with the Phillies all year, would they be still under 500, but would they be within a few games of 500? I think that might be a bit of a stretch, but. Needless to say, they are playing much better, and um, they lost today, but they still took three out of four from the Braves. Um, I think they're 12-3 and three since the All-Star break. 
Um, they did trade Cole Hamels, so that's a big thing. They got six well, trade Cole Hamels and uh, Jake Diekman. They got six players in return, yeah. one major leaguer and five prospects. Um, and people are pretty much set that this is this is the deal that is either going to kind of probably get Ruben Amaro Jr. a a big extension, right? Or it's going to cause him to be fired. So uh, one of those two. Now it'll take I, some time it, to figure take it some out. Some time, I think. By the end of next year, they're going to have a decision on that because while they may not have made it to the major leagues yet, they'll they'll have an idea of whether those prospects are developing the way they want them to or whether they are not, and uh, that's going to go a long way in determining um, Ruben Amaro's uh, future with the Phillies. Right. So Hamels and Deakman to Texas, Papelbon to Washington. Yeah, good riddance. And like you said, I think they were at one point they went on a nine and one run. They twelve and three or so since right. the All Star break. They've been playing really good ball. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but we still expect them to be two years away. Like I don't think they're yeah. supposed to be in contention. I've, I've seen at least some, some of my friends who are really in tune with baseball. I mean, like diehard baseball fans, not just Phillies fans, but baseball fans have have emphasized the point that uh, the Phillies are on. We, we've now started the race for the 2017 playoffs. That's That was their take on it. I've seen that take other places, and I, I would have to agree. I think 2017, I think, could be – and it would be funny because it would be 10 like years 2007. after 2007, the one where you get back to the playoffs and then you start building that team to make the next run. And we'll at this happens. point, you know, I'm okay with that because think about it. It's been a year since they've made a legitimate run. So right. you got to regroup at some point and go. I hate to see Hamels go. Um but if it's going to be a few years till you make a legitimate run, what good is it to have an exactly. ace on a team that's going to win 68 games? You know, it, no, it's not good at all. Yeah, it doesn't be, help you at all. And because of some of the moves, I saw some people, you know, kind of looking at the offseason and what they could do to try to make a run in 2016. That they Why? actually have space and players available they, they could. to sign. But I, I don't. I feel like you need to see the long term vision. What What's another year? Like, right. really, what's another year? It'll have been, if, if, if 2017 can... turns out well, it'll have been six years since you were last in the right. playoffs. But, you know, that one year here and there, I know, like, some people just, we got to win now, we got to win now. Right. Most of the good guys, the potential guys are, are young. Right. One year in their development is actually going to help right. for the long term. So, 2016, I just want to see them guys play. I want to see the young guys develop. I don't expect much from I, them. If they jump ahead, I'd that's great. But 2017 is the year. With, if next year is kind of like 2006, 2006 right. was a little disappointing. But those middle of the you know 2000s where they were they they built they were up struggling from what, to get above to 500, but they're right around 500. Yeah. 02 you know? to 06, they went from like 81 to 81 and got better each year. Right. 05 06, they barely missed the playoffs by just a, not even a handful of games. It was like a game or two, three here and there for two years, and then finally burst through. That's 07. how I am kind of viewing next year. Next year is the year where I want to see improvement. Fortunately, even though we'll have a young team, uh, there's a lot of room for improvement for next year. So um, I think I think that it was a necessary move. Uh, they were able to get a lot in return for Cole. Um, there were no hard feelings. He didn't force his way out. It was like the opposite of Powell Bond. Even if Cole did want out, he handled it a thousand times better, um, and that would just make sense. Because I mean, he's the start the your ace on the uh, you know staff versus a closer mentality. I I did see a quote from now this is what, an old quote, but uh, from the Yankees GM who said it would be nice if every once in a while if a closer remembered that all closers are failed starters, um, <laughs> because it would make spending some time out in the bullpen less insufferable. 
Like, like he's wow. like, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he's like, you know, just closers have this mentality that they are the next greatest thing. And Powell Vaughn can be good, but I would love nothing more for them, than for him to blow some games against the Phillies this year and have it cost the Nationals dearly. Well, yeah. Cause, Even I mean, if it's not against the Phillies, I'll take that. <laughs> right. Just okay. the way he handled himself. I was tired of that. All right, so you're watching. Enough Phillies. That's more Phillies right. talk than we've given them, like, A the whole season. A long time, yeah. yeah. You're, so you're watching episode 181 of the Joe Mason J.R.F. Shaw and Jim and Joe Radio here uh, in Singing Spring, Pennsylvania. We're supposed to be talking 2015 NFL preview. We're at the halfway point, actually, not only of the show, but also halfway point of this preview series. You know, we started it way back at the end of June uh, with the West Divisions in back-to-back weeks. We went with the AFC South when we were on the radio three weeks ago. Now we're back here with the NFC South, and we'll be doing the AFC North next week. But NFC South, so we're talking Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay. Those are your four teams. It's always been an interesting division since they moved to the the way it's comprised now, the NFC South of those four teams. Up until the last, I think, two or three years, the worst team from the year before won the division for like like seven or eight years in a row. It may have even been longer. So it's a little bit interesting to see that dynamic. Um, then the Saints went on a little bit of a run. They were pretty good. Now the Panthers actually won back-to-back division titles. What's going to happen to the South in 2015? It's a really, really a interesting division. Uh, we just had the Buccaneers, Lovey Smith, name Jameis Winston, the Stony quarterback. I don't think anyone's to. surprised there. Um, is Cam Newton going to be healthy for the Panthers? Do they have anything besides parts of their offense? If Newton goes out, do they have a team? What's going to happen in Atlanta with the new coach and Coach Quinn? Have, is he going to be able to revitalize it or revolutionize the defense? What's going to happen there? And then in New Orleans, is Drew Brees and Sean Payton, are their glory days over, or are they going to make a rebound? Do you want to start at the top or the bottom this week? Let's start at, let's start at the top. All right. Number one, go go ahead. Man, I was hoping put you, you would on the go spot. first. No, nope, put you on the spot right here. I don't really – I'm not 100% settled. I've been going back and forth as I'm sitting here, it's which is kind of how division. this division works, I think. If you want me to go, the only thing that yeah. I think I'd be any different than you right now is I'd eliminate Tampa Bay because even with Winston, I don't think You're they right. make the jump from, what, 2-14 and 14 or whatever no. to – 10 and 6 or whatever. Right. Gonna yeah, I don't think they're going to win the division. I think they're going to be improved. I, I definitely think, think they'll, they'll be better. I mean, again, lots of room, for improvement. lot of room for improvement. Um, but I I think they will be better. I don't think they win the division. So, so if I have to pick three. someone, you know what? And this is a change from what I had kind of set myself on today when I was thinking about this, kind of working my way through. I thought I was set on a team, and I'm going away from that team. I'm going to go with the Saints. Okay. And I think that's a stupid pick on my part because – in reality, they lost their other best offensive weapon. Drew Brees is their best offensive weapon. Their next best offensive weapon now plays for <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, which is crazy. So I don't know necessarily outside the division that there's much there that they're going to accomplish. But I feel like Sean Payton and Drew Brees are good enough to turn it around again. And... um I thought Drew Brees had a terrible year last year. That was at first. When you look at it, he didn't really have a terrible year at all. No, he didn't have wasn't as the loud year that you were expecting. Right. And everybody was kind of expecting it because you know they were they were a couple years removed from um, the whatever I forget what it was called, but Bounty Gate, you know all yeah. that stuff. But be, I, I just think they put it together. I think Drew Brees is good enough on offense. Um, to kind of get them where they need to go. I think some of the moves they made on defense, it's interesting that they got rid of uh, Gallette on, you know, as a linebacker, but who knows what's happening there. There's all kind of weird dynamics um, 
all kinds of possible off the field issues that could rear their ugly head. I mean, when the Redskins give you a one year deal because of you know you might be right. you know you might, question, some might be some questions there. When Daniel Snyder's only signing you for a year and it's like the veteran minimum, you know you could be on shaky ground. Um, so I don't have a problem with that at all. I think the defense will be a little bit better. I don't know though. Like I just think that Drew Brees is too good to finish third in this division, which is honestly where I had him probably ten minutes ago when I'm when I when I thought I had my order in set coming That's into the show. That's interesting. Then I'd like to see if you were let's see. Let me, so I'm going said, with the Saints number one. You got the Saints at one. We know we but got like ten and six. Do you have Tampa Bay at four? Or do you? Did you bump them up? No, I have them at four, but just much better. Yeah, so probably, like, probably like five, five or six, six wins. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. So we both agree, Tampa Bay still at the bottom, but a lot better and more than doubling their win because I think they were two and fourteen. I think they were. Yeah. I think they get at least five, if not six, wins because I like Lovey Smith and the defense was solid. They were close well, and now in with, some games with, last year. Now with Lovey Smith in charge right, down right. there, I think the defense will be even better. They have a lot of nice young players there that he can build a defense around, and. I just, regardless a new of what you think of Jameis, regardless of what you think of him, he's he's a heck. He has the potential to be a heck of a quarterback. Oh, absolutely, like absolutely. And they have some weapons, right? Like, exactly. They could be. They could I, be. Doug Martin could have a renaissance this year. He needs it. After I mean, he had a great rookie season, but where's where's he been since? Two legged hamster. So we agree. <laughs> Tampa Bay in fourth, last place, but much better. Five, six wins. If things go their way, they could push 500, right. I think. That leaves uh, us in the middle. First place, you went with New Orleans, apparently a last-second change. I, you know, what I think after you know winning the division back-to-back years, I want to say you were thinking, okay, Carolina with a three-peat. That's actually what um, our listener our listener Bill um, texted in. He's got um, the organized um, NFC South standings for him. His prediction is Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. I only agree with him on one of those, and it was the last place. So, you have, you say, no, you're shaking your head, not the Carolina for a three-peat. That's no. interesting because that my number one team it. is Atlanta. That's where, that's where, who I had. That's who I had going one. I'm, I'm glad I went away because I'm glad we finally have a disagreement on, like, our number one team. I know we've had a lot of the same teams as we've gone through. Um, we might have actually had all the same teams so far. Um, I think um, we switched like the middle ones, but I think the winners, yeah, the yeah, winners yeah. I think that's a... what I meant. I think we have the winners the same so far on the three for three. Um, you know, this is our fourth one, so I'm glad we've gone different here. And again, I, I kind of like that pick of Atlanta. Um, again, we know I'm not a huge Matt Ryan fan. I think they're okay, but. Um, you know, when, when we look at some of the things like kind of coming into it, I I don't know. Their defense has to be better. Their defense was awful, but I don't know that they really got good enough on the offensive line to really help Matt Ryan out. Like Julio Jones is great when he's healthy. Um, they're interesting though, because I think they might have the biggest upside of the teams this year on there, which is kind of crazy because you just mentioned carolina won the division two years in a row but like it wouldn't surprise me um it it wouldn't surprise me if atlanta won like 12 games you know what i mean whereas i i think the saints are going to win it closer to 10 games but like if i had to pick a team to win 12 i i might pick atlanta just because if their offense gets clicking and their defense is respectable they could be the most dynamic team in, in the conference. Um, 
Well, not I didn't mean combat. I meant the division. Sorry, I don't think they're that good. But like they could really get it going if they get those weapons on offense, and you know a new defensive-minded head coach can can bring in some respectability there on defense. It it could be uh, pretty pretty good. Um, but I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Why why did you put Atlanta one? Well, let me just address the the comment in the the Mixler chat from Andy. Uh, he asks. Um, does Tampa Bay have the run game to support Winston? And we kind of mentioned Doug Martin there. You know, is he going to be able to to return to the way he was as a rookie? I think in what, like 2012, I think was his rookie season. He was great as a rookie that year. But 2013, 2014, he could not get going. Right. I know he ruined people's fantasy been, seasons because yeah, he was a high pick. A he's been hurt a ton. Now, Bobby Rainey kind of broke through there near yeah. the end, and he's been getting some of the carries. I think the two of them as a duo, if they're able to handle the, the load um, and play – at their best level, Martin is a rookie, and Rainey, um, you know, he was running running wild a little bit when he had some opportunities. Them together as a duo, I think they're they're good enough if Winston is also playing not like a rookie. You know, he's got to right. be playing um, up to his potential. I still don't think if Martin Rainey have a great year and Winston looks good, they're anything above a 500 team. Right. I don't think I they're think, quite there yet. I think yet. they have the pieces, though, where if those guys can produce, again, okay – it's kind of the opposite of the card, not the card, the Falcons, where I said the Falcons have the potential to be dynamic on offense and have, if they have a respectable defense, they could be really good. Now, there's question marks there for me on offense, like offensive line. They need to keep Matt Ryan upright and, you know, some of the running game, and they, they've had some other, some other areas where they have some question marks, major question marks. But I feel like Tampa's just the opposite. I think Tampa's defense has the potential to, to carry that team. I think they did a little bit last year. However, it, the big question mark there obviously is offense, and it is for all teams that are like two and fourteen. You don't see two and fourteen teams that are struggling on struggling no, offense. No, you like win that. more than two or, games. Sorry, not struggling. Right? On yeah. If you're winning only two games, you have a terrible offense. Um, if Winston is able to keep defenses honest, like almost like the opposite of what you know, what I mean? yeah. it's the running yeah. game allowing the the uh the offense to explode through the passing game but if winston especially early in the season right. when they're going teams are going to make him prove himself they're going to stack the box he's going to be seeing man-to-man coverage or like crazy zones like that really mess with him but i i bet early on they're going to make him beat you not don't let one of these guys martin or rainey who especially early in the season before you know the wear and tear of the season get catches up with them make them you know take them out of the game make the the rookie beat you. I think that's what we're going to see. So you have the potential maybe for some big numbers if Winston can take advantage. So I had Atlanta at one. Why do I have him there? I'm a big believer in Dan Quinn. I think he'll come in and be able to fix what's been the Falcons' problems for a long lately? time. You know, just be an incredible coordinator for the Seahawks. You know, the last, last few years, he took over for Gus Bradley, um, who was actually pretty good before him. But Dan Quinn took it to another le- another level with the Seahawks. And uh, we'll see what Bradley does with the Jaguars this year. But It's interesting. Took it to a higher level with, with the Seahawks and ended up with, I think most would agree, the better head coaching job. Yeah, F- won the too. Super Bowl, right. went to two of them, you know. So – Dan Quinn uh, is in Atlanta, takes over from Mike Smith. Their problem has been defense. They haven't been having mm-hmm. issues on offense, and he's a defensive guy, so he can kind of come into an offense that that has a lot of talent there. I mean, obviously, 
Matt Ryan, uh, who has had his up and ups and downs, but he's easily um, one of the better quarterbacks. Um, I, I'd even say in the NFC, I think he's a pretty decent guy. At times, we you know we think he's overrated, but Matt Ryan's easily he's yeah, the guy right there. Again, and that's that. To be specific, overrated doesn't mean bad; just means we feel like he gets a little more credit than he than he has deserved at some times. Um, I I would agree with you, and like I said, most of the day I was sitting here thinking I think Atlanta's really poised to make to make a run at this. And it wouldn't surprise me if they do, but I just couldn't bring myself to go away from the Saints. I know they've been the remute removed a few years from that. They blew it a couple years ago, um, you know, late in the season, and the Panthers just kind of took it from them, literally. And then last year they just didn't have it together, you know, never really got it going. Everybody, everybody kind of kept waiting for them to get on a roll. Um, you know, they lost some games in the Dome last year. Like, it just things were falling apart from them. I think they regrouped. And I, I think too. I think Breeze makes another run here, which then leads you to like he had. There are questions about his contract all the time. It could be big questions if they don't rebound this year. Um, actually, if they don't rebound this year, it might not be as big a question as if they do rebound this year, because then you know, do you do you cut him to get some relief there? If yeah, they're going to be in you know, full rebuild, good, man. Right? He's, oh if boy. they're if they're bad, that you know, oh, we're going to cut and you know, kind of start from scratch. If if they're good, then that makes it a little tougher because now you're like, well, we can't really cut. I just, gotta keep paying. I feel like we've been giving the Saints the benefit of the doubt for a few years Yeah, now. that was the problem I did during the year last year. I kept giving them the benefit of the doubt, and they just kept <laughs> But now you come back and pick them first anyways. Yeah, I didn't learn anything. <laughs> you didn't learn anything at all. I just think... Yeah, I can tell you exactly why I picked the Saints. I actually had the Saints in third. And that I, I I did too. Like fifteen minutes ago now, I had him in third, a game or two better than the than the Bucks. Yeah, Honestly, I, I, I had him in like Saints, seven wins in the Bucks seven, at five, and Bucks five to six, oh, Saints gosh. seven to nine. Why um, do I this? have Panthers or excuse me, Bucks or Saints eight to nine? No, I'll say seven to eight. Actually, I'll say five to six, seven to eight. Yeah. Panthers, I have nine oh to ten. Yeah, this. Falcons, I have, I have about ten. I, it, it I don't see right. them getting no. to eleven because yeah. I don't think they're that good. And my, this is exactly. And, and Bill actually texted another. He said, "Has the division gotten better than it was a year ago?" The Bucks it's gotten more competitive. The Saints, I think, have gotten worse. The Panthers, I feel about the same. Atlanta, I think, has gotten better. So I think well, you know what? more competitive. But oh. in the grand scheme of the NFL, I don't think there's a a Super Bowl champion on in better this than last year. Absolutely. Because the division was pretty terrible last right. year. Right. Well, when you have the team picking first in the draft, right, and, you're going to have a pretty awful. And the Saints were bad last year, and the Falcons were bad last year. You were left with Carolina yeah, kind of by default. Um, so I think better than last year. I think the division is better than last year, but not markedly better. I think no. they're they're slightly It'll better. It'll be more competitive. But like I said, right. When you look across the entire NFL and all 32 teams, I have these four in the bottom 15 possibly all yeah. four of them yeah i think yeah i would agree remember the panthers went on a run late in the season last year right. to finish above 500 like in the regular season i like, think <laughs> i think they're undoing why they i have them in second and they about... played a team without a quarterback in the playoffs right. that's why they <laughs> yeah. won a game they literally played a team without a quarterback i have them down you know nine maybe ten wins if things work out i i don't buy into their defense I, I'm gonna. I know it's crazy to bet for or against injuries, but I don't know if Newton makes it through the whole year. He hasn't made that it would be a year crippling yet. for like, them. I think. Yeah. 
Um, you know, they made some interesting additions. They now have the probably the biggest wide receiver core in the NFL, adding Devin Funches to Kelvin Benjamin. Right. But I don't know if I it's think enough. Funches is I don't, I don't I like Benjamin. I think Kelvin Benjamin could be huge. And there's a obviously any wide receiver, there's a close tie there to Cam Newton. Cam Newton stays healthy. Uh Benjamin may have a huge year. Now, he's not a rookie. He's, he's going to see a lot of double teams and, and things like that. That's where Funchess needs to be able to relieve some of that uh, pressure off of him, at least draw, draw some coverage. But I have the Panthers in second place um, and the Falcons in third. So I kind of flipped them just because if I'm going with if I'm going with the Saints, I'm going all in on the Saints. And I think the Falcons will be better than last year, but not. I think it's going to be take a little bit more let um, – you know, let the new coach get his guys in there. I think next year they're going to see a bigger jump than this year. Um, I think the Panthers, I say fall off a little bit. You're trying to talk yourself out of them, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you wanted this picket land like right, I did. Right, but you went So with I'm, going, I'm going with the Saints, then I'm going with the Panthers. I think the Panthers will be like nine wins. Like, yeah, nine to ten um, wins. And I put the Falcons at eight or nine wins too. But I think um, – I. Oh man, I don't know why I picked the Saints, but I, I'm going. <laughs> you can't with it. change. I, I do know. I said I do know, and it's simple because Drew Brees has been so good for me in fantasy football that I've grown to really like the Saints in that sense, and I'm I'm rooting for them here. So I admit that I don't really know why, but I'm I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I can't yeah, help yeah. myself. Oh, All right, gosh. so. I'll, my final argument for the Falcons and why I picked them, I, like I said, on offense, Matt Ryan. Probably, arguably, a top 10 quarterback. Good enough to get you into the playoffs. We haven't seen him be able to take him to the ultimate you know, challenge of getting to the Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl, but he's obviously good enough to get into a conference championship game, being one of the better teams in the NFC. You're surrounding him with, for years now, Roddy White and Julio Jones, which is a great one-two punch. Now, Roddy White's getting a little older, but they have Devin Hester mixed thing up. They added Justin Hardy um, as a rookie, and they brought in Leonard Hankerson. Uh, so they've got a decent, you know, four or five deep at wide receiver. I think the offensive line will be better this year. It'll be the second year for Jake Matthews. Uh, I also think what they have at running back now is, is interesting. Um, with uh, Anton Smith, there's that big hitter. He, he Last year, I swear, every game it seemed like he had an 80-yard touchdown. And when I finally picked him in fantasy, he did nothing. Um, but they added Tevin Coleman in the draft, and they are expecting big things from Devontae Freeman, um, a second-year guy out of Florida State. Um, no big names at running back, but someone that could break out. I think Freeman Coleman Smith as a trio is incredibly underrated when you look in the depth charts around the NFL. This is one of the things I've had against the Falcons for a few years, and I know like they've moved on, and not just right now. But um, I, people seem to love Steven Jackson. I know like if you look at his numbers as a career, he's had some some good numbers, but I've never been a big Steven Jackson fan. Like he had his his first year was was great. And then after that, he was. It seemed like he was hurt every year. Now he was on some terrible Rams teams. I get that, but when he went to the Falcons, everybody's like, "Steven Jackson on the Falcons!" Like this is, you know, to me that should have been a great opportunity because they had Matt Ryan with all these wide receivers, and he couldn't run to save his life in it on a regular basis. I think they're better off at running back now. You know, having multiple guys who are capable, maybe not the breakout star right now, but three guys who are capable at running back instead of having the guy who is supposedly a star who I was never really a fan of. 
I think in, in addition to what I just mentioned on offense, line being better, great depth at wide receiver, underrated running backs, solid quarterback. On defense, Dan Quinn's going to completely change that scheme, yeah. which is usually a couple wins, you get bumps it. and wins. Right. You, we you we know, talked about that you before. You bring in a new coach. You see a bump of about – like up to about up to ten three. I, I'd of the to... like rankings, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, and I'd see you know two to three wins there gets them in the picture. I think they'll be even better. Um, you know, and I look at some of the defensive linemen that they had to use in the four three under or three four whatever base that Dan Quinn ends up using with the personnel. They can use it both ways. When you have um, Adrian Claiborne, Rashid Hageman, Tyson Jackson, Jonathan Babineau, Grady Jarrett, and Paul Soliai, you have a great mixture of big bodies, quick bodies that you can. Put an even front out there. Put an odd front out there. You'll get a pass rush, which is something they've sorely lacked for a long time. And probably the biggest name that should uh, contribute either as an end or a rush linebacker um, was their first pick in the draft. Um, and now I'm completely forgetting forgetting his name. Where is he? Vic Beasley. I, I, knew, I knew I was trying to go somewhere with that. Vic Beasley. When you can add him... Um, it, at rush linebacker or end, in addition to Brooks Reed and O'Brien Schofield, who just kind of can just bring it. Um, I think they have the pieces. If the secondary comes together, which I'm expecting big things from Desmond Trufant now, I think in his third year in the league, I think he's going to develop into one of the best, uh, uh, possibly the best corner in the NFC South um, and one of the better in, in the conference. I think he could have a Pro Bowl year in Quinn's uh, defensive scheme. So I'm expecting a lot from Atlanta. I, I'll peg him at 10 wins. 11 would be pushing it, but I definitely think they're the best team in the NFC South. And so, and that wouldn't surprise me at all, but I was swayed by my fantasy football team. You were just uh, panicking at the yes. last second. That yes, you couldn't, exactly. You didn't want to back down. I just wanted anything. to make a good show and finally have a different a different pick. Right. So. I, I, and who was going to have the last laugh? That's you know That'll be interesting. Because right. when it comes back to well, it, this is the first happen. time we disagree. The Bucks are going to win. I was going to say the Panthers. Because uh, two years ago we... when we did this, we both said there was no way the Eagles were going to win the division. And they won the division. They, we agreed. There were three teams that could win the NFC East. None of them were the Eagles. And the Eagles won. I would, yeah. That, that was my favorite wrong pick ever. Well, yeah. Well, of course it worked out <laughs> for you. Okay. So... Um, so that's episode 181 of the Joe Mays and JRAF show. We broke down the NFC South. Uh, next week we're going to, to the AFC, to going to the AFC North, which I know a lot of our listeners are very in- interested in what we have to say about uh, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Browns. So that will be next Sunday, same time, 6.30 p.m. Um, you can listen to the Joe Mays and JRAF show on Jiminger Radio. Uh, check us out at jimandjrradio.com or go to the show page, jmnjr.com, jomazenjrf.com. They'll all get you. And we got a ton of uh, stuff on the page, including all the old shows, both the video version, the audio only version. We got pictures, information, how to contact us. One of the great things that we added a couple weeks ago was the ability for you to leave a voicemail for us uh, through your computer. So if you have a, a just you know little tiny microphone somewhere, that connects the computer. You can go to um, JoeMazeAndJRF.com and go to the Contact Us page, and there's this um, opportunity to leave a voicemail for us that we can play on the show. And uh, if you don't feel like calling in live, that's a great way to uh, get your voice heard uh, on the show. So we'd love for you guys to take the opportunity to contact us in any way, be it SpeakPipe to do the voicemail, um, Twitter, Facebook, text, email, or, or call us. Uh, we love uh, hearing what our listeners have to say. And... Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, do you have anything else to add for this uh, show this week, Justin? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I 
you know, we, we've talked about a lot of those uh, Western and the Western divisions and the Southern divisions, and now we're getting into the North. I know, like you said, next week um, we talk about uh, the, the Steelers. And, again, that's another interesting division uh, with a lot on the line for some teams. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to see kind of where we go there. Uh, you know, we kind of predicted that we might be different in the NFC South. I think we may be different in the, NF- or in the I AFC think, North, but I don't really know because I, I don't know where I'm at yet. I, I don't know where I'm at either, but looking like going through what we have left in our heads, both the North and both the East, I wouldn't be surprised if all four were different on. I think it's that type of year in those four divisions. You know it what? I think the NFC North will be the same on, on first place, which is what we're talking about here. First yeah, place is yeah, most yeah, you're important. Right, you're I think right. NFC North will be the same. I think we learned our lesson on the yeah. NFC North. The AFC team. North, the NFC East and AFC East, I think we could all be different because I'm going I'm out excited. on a limb on a couple of these. All right. So. I'm excited about it then. So, we'll see. All right. Well, then I think that's everything. Thanks for joining us. That wraps up the 181st episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We hope you tune in every Sunday evening at 6.30 for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Don't forget, you can download each episode of the show from the podcast section of the iTunes Store. We'll see you next time, and thanks again for listening.